Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Underneath the flesh and blood lies machine. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're here coming to you live from the studio and my vibration plate. It's good to be back on the podcast, and I hope that you like what we are about to talk about oh hang on a second let me turn this off all right i love simulating things that i actually did in another room and i'm not doing now welcome back to the podcast everybody we are here on episode i believe 203 and i'm gonna be talking about elevating your state or kind of hacking your state, because really, you can't do anything without being in the right state. So that's what we're going to talk about. And shout out to Will Arnett before we get started. Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes of Smartless, they did a documentary we talked about on the COVID episode. There's a part where he's making fun of Jason Bateman being like a machine, and he's doing this commentary over the video, and he doesn't see it. Jason Bateman doesn't see it. And he's like, under the flesh and blood lies machine so thank you for that and the gift that truly keeps on giving and you might be asking yourself well why are you doing that why did that happen at the beginning what relevance does that have and i'm going to tell you none of your business no i'm just kidding i'm going to tell you that it has all the relevance in the world because we are going to be talking about hacking our state and finding little tools to elevate our state and like even using little biohacking tools and stuff like that. So it is kind of like treating our bodies like a machine. We are kind of dumb machines when it comes down to it. So if you want to do better, if you want to get more out of your productivity, if you're kind of in a funk, if you're depressed, if you're really not kind of getting a lot of the stuff done that you want to get done, or you're just kind of half-assing it, well, maybe you're just not doing it from the right state of mind or state of machine. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you a few quick, like cheap hacks. I'm going to give you a few life hacks that will elevate your state in general. And then I may or may not reference some low cost kind of hacks. But, you know, the free ones are always best because you don't have to spend any money. So you don't have to spend any money, my babies. So let's get going on it. So the thing I was referencing up top was really a vibration plate, and it was kind of a multi-planal, like multi-directional vibration plate, not one of these oscillating plates that kills your joints. But I found this really good one after a lot of research. It was like 100 bucks. I bought it on Amazon just because of my chronic pain to kind of 
you know, vibrate the body, strengthen the joints, the muscle fibers, just get in the right vibration and frequency. And it's a great lymphatic drainage. Jainage, I don't know what that is. For me, it really helps me to to heal. So that's one of the things that I do. That it is a little costly, but it's something that's great that I really like. And I was doing that literally right before we started the podcast to kind of get into a good state. So it is relevant. But we're going to get into some free ones, some free little hacks that you can do to kind of elevate your state, so you can get into that perfect mindset to do your work. Like whether it is, uh, you know, reaching out to galleries, whether it's doing social media, whether it is just pounding the pavement, getting your work out there, whether it's getting ready for a show, whether it's getting ready to do a public speaking engagement or, you know, just talk at a gallery or do something like that. If you're not in the right state of mind, you're not going to really be uh, connecting with people uh, on your best level and you're not going to be getting your message out there and also, if you know, if you want to just create and you're just in a funk, you're depressed, like I've been there, you know, if you're anxious, all these things can get in the way of us doing our best work. So these are going to just be some things that you can do quickly at home um, or wherever you are, if you're in your car or something like that. And, you know, just get yourself into that right state of mind. So first one is breathing. And yes, you're probably gonna be like, oh, breathing again. This is not meditation. This is breathing. There are so many different breathing techniques you can utilize to kind of enhance your state, whether it is to get up, to get high, to calm down, to get focused, to stay creative. But I'm going to give you one that's going to elevate your mood. And this is something you can find with Wim Hof. He's got an app. There's some other great apps that I really love. There's one that I've just been recently experimenting with, which is called Othership. And they've got some really cool breathing meditation stuff, um, guided breathing exercises that have like music set to it. And it's really uplifting, but you can also use it to come down and, and whatnot. But this one is just going to be like a short burst kind of breathing thing. So what you're going to do is you're going to take really intense short breaths in through the mouth, just because you want to get as much, much oxygen in as possible. Normally I would do through the nose, but because you know, you want to be filtering your air in, but this one is to get short, like intense bursts of oxygen. So you're going to be like, like that, and it's going to be expanding your belly while you do it. And then, so you're going to do it in like a cycle. You're going to be like, like that. And I recommend laying on the ground. Never do this in water. Never do this driving because you could pass out if you're not used to breathing like this. But um, that's just the caveat. So we don't want that to happen. I like to lay down. You can also sit up on a chair or sit with your spine erect like in you know the meditation pose. But I like to lay down because you can really just get your body into it 100%. So you're going to do 30 to 40 of those you know, short burst breaths. And uh, so you're going to be like... <sighs> You're going to do that 30 to 40 times. And then on the last one, when you feel like you almost can't do it anymore, you're going to take one more really deep breath in. like, And then I like to add my little combination of Othership and the Wim Hof Method into this, where you're going to squeeze at the top. So you're basically squeezing down from from the, you know, from the, like a, like you'd be doing a kegel, you squeeze down there up through the stomach and up through the bottom of the rib cage, up to the pineal gland in the head, and you're going to hold it there. So you're like almost tensing that energy up to your head, and then you're going to exhale all of it out. And when you finish that exhale, you're going to hold your breath basically on the exhaled breath. And you'll be surprised. You want to go as long as you can go. You might only be able to go like a, a 30 seconds at the beginning or 45 seconds, but I can go past two minutes now because you're just surprised at how much, you know, when you oxygenate your system and your cells, how much you can actually 
survive off of no oxygen after that, even with your breath exhaling. It's amazing. So you're going to do that whole process. You're going to do two or three of those. Three's best because it's going to get you really high. It's going to get all that oxygen into your system. It gets you into this like kind of peak creative state. It's weird. It's like you're relaxed, but you're also at your heightened creative state, which is great. So you do those, you know, the 30, 40 times. The last one, inhale in, squeeze at the top all the way up to the pineal gland and then you release all the way out hold as long as you can and then you're going to take a deep breath in he says to hold for another 15 seconds after that one and then once you release you get back into the breathing so do three of those should only take you about five to ten minutes and you'll be amazed at how different your state is after that i love that one because it's free you've got so much power with just your breath you can do it anywhere. You can do it in your car parked. <laughs> if you're like outside of a gallery or outside of something, you're going to give a presentation or talk or just meet people. You can do that sitting in your car peacefully with the car off, maybe some music on, or you can do it at home in your chair. You can do it on the floor, on a nice yoga mat or on a bed, whatever you want to do. But that's a great way to do it five to 10 minutes just to get your state elevated. Okay. Second one, and this is a great little hack that I love. I'm sure everybody's heard of hot, cold therapy at this point or cold plunges or cold therapy, cryotherapy, all that. You know, that's great. A lot of people can't afford a uh, cold plunge. I know I can't at the moment. Or cryotherapy can be expensive to do, you know, as much as you want to get the benefits you want. Uh, cold showers are great, but you, you know, that's hard to do if you, if you want to need something like in that moment. So what I do, a little hack that I do, which is great, that really elevates my state and kind of gets serotonin pumping, gets me into a good state of mind, gets me feeling great, is I keep a big bowl, like a big salad bowl, filled with cold water in my fridge. I put some ice in that and I just leave it there. And when I'm ready to come out and do it, if I'm feeling bad, if I'm feeling hot, if I'm feeling low energy, if I'm feeling depressed, whatever, I'll bring that out, just set it on the counter, and I will stick my face in it. Uh, so you have to hold your breath, obviously. So I try to do 30 to 45 seconds of that submerged underwater. And then I take it out and I dry my face. And then I do my hands, both hands. I submerge both hands. And I try to do this for a minute and a half to two minutes. You will be surprised at how hard this is to do because you have so many cold receptors on your face and your hands. But you'll find out when you're done, it's so invigorating and you'll just your state will be completely changed. So that's a great hack. So uh, 30 to 45 seconds, submerged your face first. And the second time you do it, you do a minute and a half to two of both hands submerged. Take it out, dry your hands. I like to place my hands on parts of my body that are warm after that. Man, it's just, it really works. And people probably think I'm crazy. You can ask my wife if I actually do this. She will tell you that I do. Um, I probably do this at least once a week, maybe more. It depends on what my state is like at the time. But that's a great hack to elevate your mood and get you into that you know, heightened state where you can really just feel like you can accomplish a lot, also feel creative. All of these hacks make you feel creative too, which is great. So that is number two. The third one is something that I have kind of devised or stacked. I like to stack things. That's something that they do in the biohacking world too, which is um, you know stacking different things that kind of enhance each other. So one thing I like to do if I'm feeling low energy or if I'm feeling angry or if like, let's say I have some pent up aggression or uh, stress or just like maybe some jealousy or whatever it is, some negative emotions. Let's just call them negative emotions. If I have some of that pent up in my body or stored up in my body, I will pop up out of my chair, go to the nearest pillow, scream at the top of my lungs into the pillow, 
and then I will hit my inversion table and hang upside down, get the blood to flow through my body backwards into my head, get that blood flowing into the brain. That's kind of a nice little hack. And I will do some deep breathing with it, which will also oxygenate the system oxygenate the system. (laughs) I need to be more robotic. And then while I'm doing it, if you really want to stack these, which is great, you can also do a gratitude practice. You just think of three things that you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be huge things. It can be, I'm grateful that I am breathing oxygen right now. I'm grateful that I have this one friend in my life, or I'm really grateful that today I am able to create art and do that for a living or that I'm aiming to do that for a living. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you feel grateful for, just do that while you're doing the breathing, while you're upside down. Obviously, not everybody has an inversion table, but you can lay on the floor, prop your legs up on a stool, or even better, you can do that yoga pose where you get up on your elbows and prop your body up into the air. It's almost like you're doing a handstand, but you're going to be on your elbows, so you're going to be stable. Um, whether, whatever you can do to get the oxygen flowing to the brain and the blood flowing to the brain, because we spend so much of our time up and our, our heart has to pump the blood back up through our bodies up to our head. And that's something that you can kind of hack by getting upside down a little bit. I always find that I get into a really creative, relaxed state after I do stuff like this. So those are three just quick little hacks you can do at home. Uh, you don't have to have the inversion table, like I said. You can do it just on a mat or on the carpet or by, with a couch or a stool handy, whatever you've got. But those are three things that I can do because, you know, it's easy as an artist, especially if you're doing this full time and you're alone, you're isolated like I am a lot of the day. I'm just at home alone, kind of trying to motivate myself, get myself into creative states, get myself into entrepreneurial business states. And sometimes you just need a little extra boost and caffeine doesn't always do the trick. Music doesn't always do the trick. Now look, exercise is obviously one of the best, but you know, you might not have 30, 45 minutes or whatever it is, or you may not be able to go to the gym, however you exercise. So these are quick hacks that you can kind of, you know, elevate your mood, elevate your state uh, very quickly at home or wherever you are. Now, I will give you a couple lifetime like hacks that you can do that are great for just your daily state of mind and for getting your dopamine cycle going and getting even your circadian rhythm going. These are all wonderful and these will really kind of have a cumulative positive effect. They will stack up over and over again day to day, hour to hour, and you'll just see that your life and your health will improve in the process the more you do this. So these are, and I want to keep this brief because I don't want this to go too long, but the first one is is just, there's a lot of science behind both of these things. Just get up in the morning, first thing in the morning, whenever you get up. Now, if you get up late, this is not going to be very easy to do. You can hack this with a red light panel, but that's expensive. But let's just say you get up at a normal time, seven, eight, maybe even nine o'clock in the morning. You want to get outside in the sun and you want to get some sunlight on your face, on your eyes in the morning. It's not going to damage you in the morning. The rays are not as intense in the morning. You want to, that really helps set your, you know, your cortisol levels, your circadian rhythm for the day. It gets you, you know, that little bit of that vitamin D you need. It just starts to kind of get you woken up for the day and establish your circadian rhythm for the day. It'll also help you actually later on produce more melatonin so you can go to bed easily and sleep more deeply, which is great too. That's something that will have a cumulative effect. But just get up, try to get 10 to 15 minutes of sun on the face. And I always like to stack that with some breathing exercises or meditation. You can also ground yourself, put your feet on the ground, take your shoes and socks off, put them on some earth, whether that's just 
uh, pavement, that's fine. But if you can get in the grass or the dirt, even better. And just kind of get yourself grounded and then get in the sun, get some of that in your eyes, get some oxygen in. Doing that every day will really have a lot of benefits for you. That's backed by science. Um, I'm not going to go into all the, you know, the studies or whatever. Just get on PubMed or get on the Goog. Give it a Goog if you don't believe me. And then the second one and the last one I'm going to give today, which is very important, is so much of our health is determined by our glucose and how we process glucose and how we handle glucose in our body. A lot of health is determined by how much we can flatten that glucose curve. Like you might get a glucose spike after eating. So a couple little hacks you can do is a little apple cider vinegar in some water before your meal, 30 minutes or less. I do it right before I eat, before your meal. That'll help you reduce your glucose curve. Um, and then afterwards, movement. My wife and I, we get up after we eat now and we just do some movement for 10 minutes, whether that's walking in place in front of the TV or doing some planks or some wall squats or the vibration plate or whatever, running in place, whatever you want to do, just get some movement because the more you can move your muscles, that's how you sequester glucose in your body. And it'll also flatten that glucose curve, which makes you more stable. I don't have as much anxiety anymore because I do this. It really has done wonders. My wife's glucose numbers and hemoglobin A1C have really gone down and stabilized just within a month of us doing this. It's really crazy. There's a lot of stuff out there. You can look up the glucose goddess. She talks about this. She has a book that's great about this too. If you want to get even better, if you want to really elevate this even more, you can get into the order of eating, eating your greens first and then eating your proteins and then finishing with your whatever, your starches. And and then uh, if you have like any sort of fruit at all or anything sweet, always do that at the end because that sweetness is going to have some place to land on all the other food that you've eaten first. So those three things will actually really help flatten your glucose curve and that'll make you more stable throughout the day. It'll help with your dopamine, your serotonin levels. It's going to just keep you stabilized and in a better, healthier, happier mood. And those things over time, I'm telling you, you know, we're not like biohackers as artists. We don't have to be. But if you're looking for just a little bit of an edge or if you're just looking to improve your life and improve your creativity and just get better and better as you go, these little things make a really big difference. So I found it in my own life. I know my wife has... Uh, and I'm going to continue to do them. So these are just some hacks to elevate your mood, to elevate your health, to elevate your creativity. Hopefully you found this helpful. Always can reach out to me on social media. I've got a couple of interviews coming up finally. Been taking a little bit of a break from that, but I've got some coming up shortly in the next couple episodes or so. And yeah, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Hope you're getting ready for the holidays. I know it's Hanukkah time. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, New Year's is coming. We are going to be talking about kind of setting some of our goals for 2024 in the next few episodes as well. So look forward to that. In the meantime, take care of yourselves out there and remember to be machine. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at 
www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.